You're listening to Campus Review Radio. Hi, I'm Lauren Smith, Education Editor at APN Educational Media. Today I spoke to Steve Berridge. He's Victoria University's Vice President of Engagement, Marketing and International, and we spoke about the university's new campus in India. Why did VU decide to open a campus in India, particularly in Ahmedabad? Firstly, and most importantly, um, we have a fairly deepened, long-running international engagement strategy, which has a whole bunch of different strands to it around obviously attracting students here to study with us in in Melbourne Um, and also through sending our own students out overseas increasingly to give them um, a study abroad and um, uh, and work experiences overseas as well. Our research collaboration is a pretty big part of our strategy as well but the fourth part is really around delivering our services and our courses and our education in country, which is something we've been doing for about 20 plus years, um, particularly in Asia and particularly in China. And so this is a kind of well tried and tested, if you like, uh, strand of our international activity. Why specifically India and why specifically Ahmedabad? Well, obviously India is a is a priority country of engagement for us and uh, most, if not all, of the Australian um, universities. And we've been doing quite a bit of work there over the years, and we actually did run a uh, master's program in Ahmedabad about um, six or seven years ago with the same university partner. And at that stage, it was pretty small scale. It was one program. It was pretty successful for the students, but the cohort was really too small to um, to sustain it. So anyway, it's a strategic play to revisit um, that strand of our strategy in a key country um, in, in, you know, in Asia, and in Ahmedabad, we already had an existing long-standing partner of um, 10 years, or nearly 10 years, and so it seemed like the right place and the right time to, to reactivate that particular bit of our strategy. And did you choose IT specifically because that area is of interest to Indian students? Yes, yes, we did, and... Um, the, the students that we're expecting to study on this program, 50% of them will be, we're expecting them to study that part-time. They'll be working already. Um, and, and we have some, some information, some evidence from the previous pilot program we won five or six years ago, that we ran five or six years ago, that those graduates have now all gone on to be working in, because um, we ran a very specialised master's program in enterprise resource planning, SAP, the software system. Um, and so these are kind of highly employable graduates. Um, and so we've identified that as an opportunity. We, we, we will also, we are also planning to roll out some, some business masters later on, because obviously as a economy develops and um, all the opportunities develop, there's a need for those general management skills as well. But our, certainly our research... And our advice is that that's kind of the opportunities around those specialised IT skills, not generic IT skills, quite specialised, industry-focused, employer-focused, in-demand skills. And what's the perception of Australian universities in India, particularly Victoria University? Yeah. Well, um, as you, you would see from the 
growing engagement between our university sector and and and, um, and, and the Indian tertiary education sector and our vocational sector as well, by the way. Um, that engagement is growing, and what's underneath that, I think, first from the Australian end, is as a system, this is a gold standard, um, you know, world famous, world respected um, university system, and um, uh, universities and tertiary education providers in India and Indian government recognise that, and for many years we've had uh, a large number of Indian students coming over to study in um, Australia. And this is a kind of extension of that activity, the sort of deepening of that, of that engagement. For Victoria University, I suppose we're part of that gold standard system. You know, um, uh, quite recently, we were announced as one of the world's top 400 universities, one of the top 20 young universities. So we're very much in that bracket for India as a whole, I guess. Uh, but it's a pretty big question, I guess, well, why, you know, what's the reputation around Australian education, I suppose, in India. But I think underpinning it is that sort of quality dimension. And then there's all sorts of strands to that, whether it's students coming and studying over here, whether it's, um, you know, our, our universities increasingly sending our students out to India on study experiences or engaging with academics. But I think it's that kind of quality dimension which underpins all of that reputation. Will Victoria University face competition from other Australian universities, either in India or in the surrounding region? Um, uh, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, we we, we uh, work, as you would know, in a highly collaborative slash competitive way in, in our system. All of the Australian universities are hugely internationally engaged. Uh, we have different strategies, but we're all in the space. We're all engaging internationally, and, and I doubt you would find a, um, a, a university or a large TAFE within Australia that says it's not um, actively exploring and already working on opportunities in India and South Asia more generally. So uh, I think this particular opportunity around what we would call transnational education delivering courses and services in country is a very specialized area and not all universities have the same, I guess, experience as we, as, as we do at Victoria University. But I would expect over time as uh, opportunities grow and different ways of delivering and partnering, partnering emerge, which is you know, what's starting to happen, that yeah, we'll expect the same kind of competition slash collaboration as we do in other parts of the world, including domestically. Do you expect that these graduates will, some of them will gain jobs in Australia or do you think they'll be looking in India? Well, the, the, primary, the, the primary expectation, I think, is that, is that these graduates will get jobs. A large number of them will get jobs in India. It's where the growth opportunities are. We, we actually know that the small cohort that we ran back in 2010, 2011, are actually based partly in India and partly actually in other primarily Asian countries like Singapore and Malaysia. There may be some pathways for some of these students to come to, to Australia and in time, as with some of our other transnational education programs, we might actually build that into the education model whereby students have an opportunity to study uh, part of their course in country and part of the course in, in, in Australia and then there's the usual kinds of post-study work rights and all of the, um, the 
work opportunities that come with the particular settings uh, that would apply to those students, but that is not actually uh, part of phase one. Phase one is very much about bringing our offer to a, a local uh, student market who will primarily be locally based afterwards, although some of them will be internationally mobile because of the, uh, because of the in-demand nature of the skill set that, they, that they'll get through these courses. It was also mentioned that there are some transnational activities planned between the Indian VU campus and the Australian one. Can yep. you elaborate on this? Yeah, so our strategy around um, our international partnerships and international engagement goes back to that concept I explained earlier around different dimensions of international engagement. So we work hard with our international partners to deliberately try to grow our engagement across different dimensions. So if it starts off, for example, as a, a education program, a teaching program in country, we'll be actively exploring opportunities to, to do things like establish research cooperation between researchers. We'll be exploring opportunities to send our students over to India for short study periods, which we're increasingly doing in India. So I think that's really a reference to you know, the partnership itself potentially has other dimensions and other elements of it that we can grow in, grow into um, beside this one into the future. And some of that may involve some student mobility both ways between countries, some staff mobility as well, um, and potentially some joint research cooperations, which, and that's exactly what's happened um, in some of our major partnerships in China. I mean, these are over 10, 15, 20 years. These are long-term things. Uh, and then you start to get that sort of breadth and depth that I was talking about across different aspects of engagement. Thank you so much.